Hello and welcome to the Trading College podcast, where we look to bring you some of the most thought-provoking ideas about trading and what you could do to improve your trading. Hello everyone, Raj here with your latest edition of the Trading College podcast, the Wham Bam Trading Plan podcast and uh, this uh, this session I'm going to really just talk about one of the key things that I think it makes to be uh, takes to be a successful trader and what you really need to do and this this comes from years of learning it comes from uh, years of being a trading coach as well and then also working in trading rooms alongside some very successful traders and obviously uh, dealing with a lot of the successful traders we have at trading college as well as well as some of the coaches so uh, really, the, the subject that I want to talk about is, uh, is following the process with discipline. So uh, regardless of, of which process you choose, I mean, we've got some really great strategies. You know, we've got momentum trigger, PTS, trend predictor, level ones and level twos, two-wave strategies, all kinds of things. They all come with their own individual rules. Now, more often than not, when I see uh, traders struggle and uh, I see traders uh, you know, overcomplicate things or, or come with, with many different issues and, and different bits of baggage uh, from time to time from different situations, it always boils down to the same thing for me. And uh, in the, it boils down to the same thing, but there are many different reasons why it happens. And that is following the process of your strategy with good, solid discipline. So let's give you some examples. Let's dive right into it. So um, I've, I've obviously worked with some very challenging students and I've obviously worked with some very talented students. So uh, I'll start off with uh, some of the, the talented ones. And uh, there have been times in sessions where, for example, we give people rules and uh, they just follow them to a T. You know, they're great. And there's two people that come to mind in particular. I'm not going to mention them because I don't know, they might get shy or they might not want me to mention them. But there are two students that come to mind when, when this happened. So, um, you know, we started off uh, our sessions. They were brand new to, to our mentorship product. Um, I did the sessions with them. And within like our first two months, we laid down the groundwork of understanding their personality, understanding their job situation and their lifestyle situation. Like if they had kids, you know, what time could they come to the screens to trade? What time frame do they need to trade on? And things like that. As soon as we did that, we got them into a routine of finding trades. These two particularly traded with the momentum trigger. And uh, it was like, uh, you know, a duck to water. We, we gave them rules. They chose their rules. We decided this together, you know, coach and student. And, uh, and they just, just flew at it. There was no issues at all. And to be honest, it was like, you know, going into the next session, into the next session. Oh, how are things? Oh, I'm up 15%. Oh, I'm up 20%. Oh, I'm up 7%. But every month, it was just flying and flying and flying. Now, obviously, there were some negative months, you know, like, for example, these two used to trade stocks. So when stocks took a dive, they had some negative months, etc. And we had to adapt. But the, the fact was, is that they were both entrepreneurs. So they both had their own businesses. They both knew that in their businesses and their lives and their different areas of their lives, they compartmentalized parts of their lives, that they followed rules in individual parts of them. And this was like getting into trading. It just, it just, they knew exactly what they needed to do, um, but they just needed the coach to kind of make sure that they were on their toes, um, make, analyze the performance, make sure the trades were okay. And that was kind of like my job. And I always say, I liken it a little bit like, uh, you know, if, you, if you're a football manager and you've got like Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo on your team, you're not going to teach them how to play football. No, you're there to motivate them, 
you're there to like make sure that they don't slip up and that they follow the game the game plan which is what i used to do with these two particular students same thing obviously if you've got michael jordan on a team or you know you're coaching tiger woods or whatever it is you know roger federer like the top Djokovic, the top people in their sports you know you're not going to teach them how to play their sport are you but you're there to push them you're there to maintain standards you know you're, you're there to do all of that kind of stuff so you know with these two in particular it was it and the reason why i think it is is because they were good in in following rules in other areas of their lives so um you know how can we relate this to uh, to other areas of of people's lives so i think you know for me it's kind of like it's very similar to following an exercise plan you know or going to the gym or following a nutrition plan or you know we can all sit here and we all know that these things are good for us okay so why do we do them you know or why do we not do them so we all know exercising you know three times a week sometimes five times a week whatever it is that we know that these things are good for us and they're good for our bodies they're good for our mind they're good for everything really but there are reasons why we you know some people struggle and this is it. This is the this is the big part of what we want to to achieve with our coaching and with the trading is that like we know that if people follow the rules, you know, it will it will work for them. If they follow the strategy to a T, it will work for them. If it doesn't, it just means that they have to twist and turn to follow the right type of strategy or follow the right type of rules that are going to fit their lifestyle and fit their, you know, their systems and, and how they like to trade. But we have to find that. And that's what I describe as like putting the cogs together. You know, we have to find the right cogs at the right size at the right time for these things to work. Right. Same with an exercise plan. Like, you know, uh, like me, for example, you know, I, I absolutely hate cardio. I hate running, but I do it every day. I, I, I much prefer weight training um, and, I, and I get very heavy when I when I do weight trading, which is the reason why I don't want to do it. I, I want it to, to be a bit lighter as I get older. And unfortunately, the only thing to do that is probably the type of exercise I hate the most. And it worked. But I knew I had to do it and it worked, you know. Um, same thing with the nutrition, you know. N nobody just wants to eat chicken salads, you know, or, or eggs or whatever every single day. is boring. You know, I'm sure people would rather eat lasagnas and pizzas and, you know, whatever else and, you know, drink all the time but it's just unsustainable and it's not going to work for you. There are consequences for those actions, right? And this is the same thing with the trading. With the trading, it's, you know, if you're, if you're a, a very talented day trader, but you don't have a lot of time, you know, trying to swing trade might not suit you. The same thing is if you're a swing trader and you should be a swing trader and all of your personality characteristics fit for swing trading and you keep trying to drop down the time frame to get those quick profits, it's just not going to suit you. And unfortunately, it's a puzzle. It's just it's not one thing. It's not two things. It's a big old puzzle that you have to work out. And that's what the trading college helps you do on PTC. You know, you can obviously do this, but it might take a little bit of time because you have to twist and turn and duck and dive yourself. On mentorship, obviously, the, the coaches can see these things from uh, from a third person perspective, so it might be a little bit easier. All right, so let's go back to uh, the point of the podcast and um, talk about somebody that that I you know that I've really seen struggle. So you know, I, I've seen um, a, a couple of students you know bounce from coach to coach and and still not really work, and um, you know really look at um, some some issues that they've had. And really, I think a big part of this is knowing yourself and having accountability for yourself. Yeah. So I, I, I do believe that people will struggle. 
And I do believe sometimes you may need to change coach. You know, I've had um, traders that have moved to Dan or James and done better with them and vice versa. I've ha I've taken students from them that have done better with me. It's just like, you know, a personality thing. And it's not really an issue. It's just, you know, something sometimes personality is a part of that cogster or part of that puzzle that I was talking about earlier. So, you know, that's also a, a key factor. So taking accountability for your, yourself, your personality and your, your strengths and your weaknesses is also one really, really big step in the way. So going back to the student that struggled, you know, uh, I've, I've seen like all, all the excuses under the sun, you know, oh, I, don't, I might not feel like I'm, I'm getting enough support or I might not feel this is going too well or that's going too well. And then some other kind of, you know, excuses that I might have heard would be like, you know, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm, I'm struggling to get to the 20 trade challenge. So we do a 20 trade challenge where you follow one specific set of rules for 20 trades and you look out the outcome. But, you know, I actually go through the trades with people and potentially, you know, there might be like some small mistakes in there or they're rushing things or something like that. But again, taking accountability for those things is also really, really important, too. So, you know, knowing your personality, you know, knowing your your strengths and weaknesses can help you address them. Now, everybody's got strengths and weaknesses. This is not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about eradicating your weaknesses. I'm talking about understanding them. So, you know, me, I'm an I personality, you know, something ridiculous like I 95% I personality or something like that. So what I have to do is I have to write down a list of rules and I have to basically make a checklist for my trades. And I don't change my mind. I'm very, very stubborn with them. And I'm stubborn with them to the point that that's adding depersonality into my, into my psyche. So, you know, I don't listen to anyone. I avoid all, you know, external sources like, you know, trades from, from different areas of, of the world or Bloomberg or whatever, Reuters or whatever, financial media. You know, I'll avoid everything. Just stick to my own personal rules that I've made because I know it works. You know, I've gone back to the 20 back test, the 20 forward test and the 20 live test. And through those 60 trades, I, I know that it works. So I have no reason not to believe that it wouldn't work. My I personality does make me look elsewhere, but I have to build a process for that. You know, I have to I have to think of ideas that that keep me on the straight and narrow, basically. So everybody has weaknesses. You know, I'm sure some people are overanalyzers. You know, I'm sure that people are, you know, too high D personalities and they pull the trigger without any analysis. You know, we've all got different individual things as as individuals that we have to work on. And just knowing yourself and taking accountability for them is, is key in this game. Now, the next thing that I wanted to add to this is that, you know, what some of the best traders that uh, I've worked with are unapologetically themselves. OK. So, uh, you know, they know about their personality. They know about, you know, they, they, they kind of like what, what, how I would describe it is they feel comfortable in themselves. That's how I would describe it. And trading has a good way of either bringing this out of you or kind of capitulating you, but over a long period of time, making sure that this comes out longer term. I hope that makes sense. It makes sense in my own head when I'll explain it. So like when you're trading, you are forced to learn about psychology, about trading psychology. There's no two ways about it. If you don't do it, and you avoid it, you, it's very, very hard to win unless you're creating a robot, a trading bot. So, you know, trading really is a, about self-analysis, self-education, self-improvement. And, uh, and this just leads to you being more comfortable with yourself longer term. You know, my own personal psychological uh, story uh, was when, when I was trading at a fund, when I was in the city a while back, 
uh, they were talking what 2013 2014 around that time uh, I uh, I saw a trading psychologist a firm hired a trading psychologist and I went to see them and uh, basically I wasn't letting my trades run long enough I was a very skeptical human being I uh, I didn't trust anyone I didn't trust anything you know you know that classic kind of you know me against the world you know I forgot what the, the, the term is you know like uh, you know just really I didn't see the sunshine and rainbows of life basically you know I was a glass half empty kind of guy so what what I did was when I saw the trading psychologist they they gave me an exercise so they were like saying to me that okay out of uh, you know your 10 positions that the next 10 positions that I take pick five of them and regardless of the outcome just let it run so I squared this with the risk manager and I spoke to my boss about it at the time. And I was like, look, I've been told to do this. I really want to give it a go to see what the outcome is. And they agreed. So they, they knew that there was potentially money that could be lost. And what happened was, is out of all of those 10 trades, so three of them, you know, went astronomical. And they actually um, outweighed the seven other trades, winners or losers. They completely did it. And, you know, it's a low percentage, 30%, you know, of the 10 trades. But the fact that they ran so far and the fact that I needed to prove that to myself and see that myself was a really interesting development for me. And uh, and I trade on a very long time horizon. I trade off the daily charts. So some of these trades I was in for like five months, six months, and I'd never done that before. So uh, I used to close my trades normally out within a week. That, that was my normal time horizon, even though I was trading off a daily chart. So anyway, I learned this and I was thinking, okay, so yeah, maybe, maybe there is more kind of sunshine and rainbows out there that I haven't seen. You know, maybe it is, there is something that I have to learn there that, that I didn't know about myself and, and whatever. And then I actually started to realize is that I, I didn't have to be a natural skeptic anymore. I didn't have to be a glass half empty kind of guy. I could actually look around the world and see all the good in the world. And it kind of changed my, uh, my perspective of even working in finance. You know, so so eventually, obviously, as you guys know, because I'm working with the, with Trading College now, is that I left the city because I, I I didn't actually like just you know piles of money being handed around to other rich people all the time. I, I wanted to help people and go into financial education, you know, and educate people rather than you know just watching one rich guy make another guy richer and another rich person making another rich person even richer. I wasn't with that. So, you know, I wanted to, to kind of help change, uh, change ordinary people's lives or whatever. So I changed my ethos in life and it all actually came from there. And then through that journey, learning about trading psychology, learning out about personal psychology that helped. So that was my story, right? You need to find your own story. And, uh, you know, I've seen these journeys from the many mentorship students that I've coached in, in my time. And uh, some of them find it easy. Some of them find it hard. Some of them, it takes six months. Some of them, it takes two, three years. It, we're all very, very different. The important thing is not to give up and keep going on this self-improvement journey because you will get there. You will 100% get there. I mean, there's areas of my life now, you know, that I'm working on and that I'm working through, but I wouldn't have been open to doing that if it wasn't for trading. You know, I wouldn't have been open to changing or open, open to trying new things that could uh, work on areas of self-development in different areas of my life if I didn't start working on myself and trading in the first place. So it's a very, very positive thing. It's a very, very strong thing. This self-development attitude, you know, this growth mentality is what we call it at Trading College. That has to be, that has to be there. So practical ways in which you can do this. Okay. I don't like doing podcasts and things like that without giving people actual 
functional ideas about how they can improve themselves in their trading and what they can do. So what I'd like everybody who's listening to this podcast to do is go and write down rules. So so this is this is for different areas of trading, so not just one area of trading. So first of all, the hard one is the psychological rules, okay? So I have a psychological rule, and I'm going to read this out to you, right? And this is a personal thing, so you know, I'm be happy that I'm doing this. I'm putting myself out there a little bit. So I have a mantra, a trading mantra. So my trading mantra is trading is not about removing risk but embracing it. Trading is not about removing uncertainty, but accepting it. Trading is not about avoiding loss or failure, but being comfortable with the possibility of these aspects. Only when I accept these realities will success be within your reach. Okay. So all of my mantra is all about accepting uncertainty, accepting, uh, make accepting risk, you know, being comfortable with an uncertain outcome. That that's what my trading mantra is. So that's my first rule is to create a trading mantra that helps me find trading more comfortable. Okay, so that's rule number one. And everybody should be out there having a trading mantra and doing one thing themselves as well to to work this out for themselves. Very, very important thing because it's like a psychological rule to remember that. Now, um, this reminds me of The Last Dance, which is the Michael Jordan documentary. Okay, if you haven't seen it, go and see it because he was asked a question by an interviewer. The, The person who was interviewing said, you know, you've met, you've made most you know, the most last second shots more than any other basketball player in the world ever. How do you do it? You know, what's what goes through your mind as you're doing that? And he said, um, basically, you know, why would I think about missing a shot that I haven't already taken yet? And that's very true in trading. Why would you why would you think about missing a trade or losing a trade that you haven't taken yet? You know, just follow the rules. He follows his rules, his technique. You know, you follow your rules. You have your technique, okay? So remember that. That's a good one from Michael Jordan. I love that one. I'm going to get it framed in my house somewhere, I think, because I, I like it so much. And then uh, the next set of rules are your trading rules, okay? So your trading rules are if this, this happens, I go long. If this and this happens, I go short. So if we're talking about, uh, you know, a level one long with our trading systems, storyteller above the zero line, you know, price above the major moving averages, you know, uh, MACD, green above red, low OBS, go long. Okay. That's, that's, you know, their rules. That's an example of a set of rules. Obviously it's vice versa for short trades. So have that. That's your second set of rules, which are execution rules. So first psychology, second execution. Third one, obviously money management. Okay. Risk metrics. So every trade I'm risking this much, 1% of my account balance. Every, you know, every time it gets to two to one, do I just take the money or do I double up? You know what I mean? Have have account management rules as well. So if you have those three together, they'll be well-rounded. They'll be really strong. They'll, they'll should support each other as well, those three sets of rules. And that's going to be a really important part of, uh, of getting a, you know, yourself together, getting your rules together. And, you know, the, the start of this podcast, you know, I was talking about, you know, things that make characteristics that make people successful traders and some of the traits that I feel that make people successful traders. This is a part of that. This is something that you can do to help you become a successful trader. You know, like I said, some of the most successful traders, they have discipline and they can follow process. This is you creating the process but you need to have the discipline to stick to that process. Yeah, that's the thing. Now, in terms of, uh, of just this is my last point, you know, in terms of, of what you can do to keep yourself more disciplined, practicing discipline, you know, it's, it's a muscle, you know, just like any other muscle in the body for me. So practicing discipline could be something like 
in the morning, the first thing you do, you wake up is you have a glass of water. That's discipline, you know, making sure that you hydrate yourself first thing in the morning, something like that. It could be after lunch, make sure you go for a walk every single time, every single day. You know, that's another way of practicing, practicing discipline. You can even start smaller. You can even write like, you know, it could be anything. Eat a piece of chewing gum after having breakfast. It could be anything. But these are like little repetitive things that you can do to practice discipline. Discipline is a muscle like any other muscle. You have to train it in the same way. You know, am I following these rules every time I take a trade? That's discipline. Am I risking only 1% of my account balance every time I take a trade? That's discipline. We've got to keep doing all of these things as we go on. All right. So I really, I really hope that you like this podcast today and it helped you in some way. It is, like I said, it is a pretty personal one. Um, you know, and I, and I do like, uh, I, I do like it when I see students perform very well and do very well. And I'm just giving you just a, a good bit of a characteristic that I've seen that helps people become more successful. And then I've also tried to my, my best to give you some practical examples to help you, you achieve that yourself. Yeah. If you need anything else, you've got any questions, please try and get in contact with one of us at trading college, you know, in the office or wherever they can direct the questions to me and I'll be happy to answer them. Uh, the other thing is, is that obviously, you know, during, during the, our, our time, we've obviously always got some kind of offers going on or some, some free webinars or free events. So check out the website for that. And like I said, if you need anything or you want anything, get in contact, follow us on YouTube, follow our podcast on Spotify or iTunes or whatever it is. And, uh, you know, you will always get some good content from us. So hopefully I'll speak to you soon and good luck. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you'd like any more information, please visit tradingcollege.co.uk. We have lots going on there. We have loads of free events and, and lots of places for you to look for any information you could possibly need about your trading journey.